Hey, hey, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kristen, and I am just rolling in from a over week long vacation in Hawaii. I know, I know it was pretty awesome. And uh, it was really a week for me to be renewed, refreshed, and really just to take a week to enjoy myself, take a week to not have to make dinner every night or make sure everybody's taken care of, including the dog, not to work. And I, I just got to really tap into and reignite some of my passions. I got to enjoy some of the things I really enjoy. So we're going to talk today about some of the things I reignited in Hawaii. And then we're going to talk about how you can do the same in your own life. And I have a free workbook for you that can help you do just that. So I'll share that with you in just a minute. Have you ever imagined building a life you love, but got stuck in between the what ifs, expectations, and obligations in your life? Welcome to Building a Life You Love the podcast dedicated to helping you step into a life where your passion blossoms from within, your faith deepens, and simplicity becomes your favorite synonym for everyday life. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen, an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Join me each week as we dive into creating positive habits, stepping out of your comfort zone, making space for meaningful work and relationships. I'm going to bring you practical tips, uplifting conversations, and expert guidance that you can use. So why wait? Step off the path of expectations and into a space that feels genuinely yours. Subscribe now to Building a Life You Love, and let's begin this transformative journey together towards joy, peace, and purpose. Okay, so as I mentioned, if you go to kristenfitch.com slash shop, or just go to kristenfitch.com and then go under the courses and shop link, at the top of the shop page is my Reignite Your Passion workbook. It's completely free. You just need to add your email, and then you can download that comprehensive workbook. So it's great to kind of let you really think, to reflect, and there's exercises and then questions to ask yourself. So you could do it in a day or you could do it over a period of days, you know, the the exercises or the questions. And so go grab that, download it now, or you can wait till after the episode and go grab that because it's a great workbook. It's a great stepping off point to really find that zest for life in your life again, if you're finding that life feels mundane and it's just, you're not lit up, you're not excited for the future. And maybe you feel a little just run down, worn out, hopeless. You know, you just don't feel that spark that you know that is there, that you can have it. And so I want you to have that. So go grab that right now. Okay, let's jump into this. So today I'm going to share with you five ways to reignite your passion to really find zest for life again. But before I do that, I'm just going to share with you a little bit about my trip to Hawaii. So I went, I had, we had about eight days there. Now my husband had several days of work, like full days of work meetings. And so those days I was able to go and explore. I met a new friend, one of his coworkers' wives, and we got to uh, spend the day together just exploring nearby areas, which was just such a gift. And then a very old friend of mine that lived across the street from us over 20 years ago saw that I was in Hawaii and reached out that she had recently just moved back to the island. She lived there after moving away from our area. She moved there because her husband was in the military. So I got to spend the day with her as well. And then the next day, my husband, I went to see her. So how or why, or what did I reignite in Hawaii? Well, I love taking pictures. I'm just a hobbyist. I didn't even bring my real cameras. I just brought my phone. 
But everywhere we went, I just loved taking pictures, right? Um, deciding what I'd take the picture of, trying different angles, and just capturing both the scenic beauty of Hawaii, but also sometimes the food or the beautiful fresh produce or some of the colors I saw, you know, or the sunset. And so for me, while I take pictures regularly at home, I don't always have that sort of beauty, right? Just right out my back door. Uh, you know, it's the same thing in and out. And so that really sparked for me that my love, my passion for capturing the moment in a photograph. And so for me, that's one of the way I, one of the ways I've reignited one of my passions, which is taking pictures, right? Noticing the things around me and then capturing it in a photograph. One, because I enjoy it. It lets me be creative in a different way. And then two, because I can then go back and see it again or share it with others. Another thing that I just love is I love finding things to try, like new experiences or going to a new area, right? It's kind of like undiscovered gems, maybe not for someone else, but for me, right? In other words, if it's a town you've never been to, it's not undiscovered for the people that live there, but it is for you. And so I love that feeling of the unknown and then kind of seeing how the day will unfold. And so that really allowed me that time to to do that, right? To have exploration and discovery and just allow myself to uh, just start the day with kind of an intention and a direction and not know exactly what I was going to do on that particular day. And then another way I was really able to reignite my passion is I love food. I mean, I like cooking, but let's be honest, when you're cooking every night for your family or most nights, you know, it can get kind of boring, especially because even though my kids are high school and college, they don't all love everything, you know? And so what my husband and I might eat is could often be different than what my kids might want to eat. And so going in for a week, not cooking because we didn't have a kitchen. We were just in a hotel. I was able just to try some of the fresh food, uh, you know, to check out different things that they had just to see, you know, what their food likes are in Hawaii. Even if it was somewhere I didn't go, I would research it and check out the restaurants. And so for me, I just love presentation of food, the colors of food, the combination, of course, the tastes. And so that was fun because at home, of course, we go out to eat some, but it's typically we go to the same places or maybe somewhere new comes in town. And so that was such a treat. And it just, it just woke me up, right, to new flavors or trying things. You know, one of the things we did is my friend and I were in a walk near her house and she said, oh my gosh, this is a huge mango tree on the walk. And, it, and I did not know how big they were. So anyways, we're walking by this mango tree and she says, you know, we had all those winds recently because it was super windy when we first got there. It was over 20 mile per hour uh, winds. She said, let's go walk over to the tree with her dog and see if there's any fresh mangoes on the ground that have dropped. And so we did, and we were able to pick up quite a bit and we had some of the fresh mango. And then she also then um, dehydrated some for us to take home. So things like that, right? Just seeing all the fresh produce that is available to them. And it was just really cool, right? And then just kind of having some of it at her house or out at the restaurants. So those are three things that in smaller ways, let me kind of reignite myself that week. It let me renew, let me reflect and just be excited about, you know, having this adventure, having this time to discover and explore and just go in a direction that I wanted to go, right? Because the days my husband was working, 
I could have done anything I wanted. Uh, I didn't have a car, so it had to be something closer by. But normally if I'm on a trip, I'm with lots of other people, right? Either my whole family, so there's five of us, or maybe just with my husband, or I'm with a group of friends. And so, you know, we decide sort of as a group for most of the time what we're going to do. So it was just, it was such a great exercise and kind of setting out on my own. And I loved it. And it really did reignite for me, you know, some of these things that I know that I enjoy, but I don't always make time for it to be in such a big way. And so let's dive into some of the ways that you can reignite this passion in your life. You can feel more lit up, more alive, more excited for the future. Okay, so here is the first one. How do you let your soul breathe again? How do you let yourself step out of mundane days that feel the same and then into some other things? The first is to feel fully alive, we need to think about our mindset. Okay, and what do I mean by that? But what I'm talking about is that if we're not introducing new ideas, we're not learning something new, if we're not getting out of our comfort zone, then we are not going to feel fully alive. So there's a lot of ways we can do, you can do this. You can um, look for new books, look for new podcasts to listen to. You can uh, try a new restaurant, try a new class, right? Like a hobby that maybe you've been interested in. So some examples of this would be um, find, if you're interested, for instance, I've shared this before, I really, I have an interest in, you know, health topics or natural health or functional health topics. So I follow people that cover that content so that I can learn new things so that I can be educated in something I'm not, uh, I don't have a depth of knowledge of yet. And so for me, that's exciting, right? That makes me feel more alive because I'm learning. I'm expanding my ideas. I'm expanding my thinking. I'm expanding old uh, narratives or ways of thinking, or that maybe at some point, you know, we thought, right, for health or for medicine or, you know, food or whatever it might be. So, uh, so that's one of the things is you just look for ways to expand your mind, to be more open, right, to possibilities, be more open to uh, differing ideas or new ideas, because that gets us excited, right? When we're, when we're learning or we are uh, growing, it, that means we're thriving. We're not staying stagnant. And it's super important. Our mind has to be continuously learning new things, right? We don't want to just come home and only numb out every night. Uh, don't get me wrong. My husband and I love to watch a show together, you know, or I like to have a glass of wine, but I also need to make sure I'm balancing all of that with reading something new, something to expand me, listening to people that, you know, just let me expand my ideas or my thinking or try something new. It's super good for our brain, but it's also good for our our perspective on life. And so that's the first thing I'd recommend is write down a couple ways that you can uh, expand your thinking, uh, be learning or discovering new information. And so you don't even have to know who you want to follow or what book to read. Just write down maybe some topics and then you can go and search or you can ask people for recommendations. Um, I just recently did that with books and a couple people came back to me with books that they've recently read and really enjoyed that they thought I might enjoy. All right. The next thing is ask yourself this question. So write this down. I'm curious about, and then I want you to fill that in. And so when we learn to approach life from a place of curiosity and wonder, so many things open up. And I love this quote. It says, curiosity is the compass that leads us to our passions. 
follow it and you won't be disappointed. The future belongs to the curious. And when we're kids, we are, we're born very curious, right? I mean, kids ask thousands of questions. You know, it's just, that's how we are designed. But as we get older, we're told in school, be quiet, you know, don't talk out of turn. You know, basically it's like, listen and then recite. And so we stop asking so many questions, or at least most of us do as we get older. But we need to get curious again if we're not. And so what I want you to do is write down a list of ideas or content, activities or places that you'd like to learn more about. This could be anything. It could be that you want to learn how to cook um, paella, right? Like a Spanish paella. It could be that you want to learn how to bake a beautiful bread, you know, from scratch. It could be that you want to learn more about a certain culture, you know, uh, even Hawaii, right? Even though it's, you know, a U.S. Um, state at this point, it has a long history and it was not obviously always a, a U.S. state or, or territory. So there's so much that I could learn there. And I definitely learned um, some before I went and then some more when I was there. But write down the things that you're curious about. I have shared this before, but I have a ukulele I bought years ago. And I strum it sometimes, but I still haven't yet learned to really play it. And so the reason I bought it is I was curious about it. I loved the sound of a ukulele. I loved that it was small. So I bought it for myself. And so I'm still curious about it. Like I want to get better at it. But that curiosity, that interest is what led me to buy it. And now I just need to make learning to play it a priority. Okay, so that's the second thing. The third thing is we have got to step out of routine in our lives because when nothing changes, nothing changes. So in other words, if every day we get up and, and don't get me wrong, routines are good. There is a, you know, I call this the adventure uh, formula or adventure equation, but it's kind of the yin and yang. In other words, we do need routine in our lives, right? We want some structure. So for instance, having a good morning routine, you know, you have certain things you have to do every day, you know, like get maybe feed your children. If you have kids, feed yourself. Like there's certain things, hopefully move your body every day. But there's other things that we need on the other side of that. And that's tapping into our curiosity, tapping into our creativity. It is having new experiences. And so there's the, there's the flip side of routine. We need some of both in order to feel lit up, in order to feel alive, because I don't, we really weren't designed to live a life where everything's the same every day. There should be some variation. It's just, it makes us more interesting. It makes us more open-minded and it just allows us to feel excited, you know, to feel all these things. And so how do we, how do we do this? We need to step out of routine. And so one of the things that I talk about in the workbook is, Write down a couple outings that you'd like to do this month. And they literally can be anything. They don't have to cost you money, but, you know, switch up a regular routine, drive home a different way. And no, that's not that exciting, but I'll explain that one in a minute. Try a new restaurant or walk a new area. Maybe there is a great hike near you or a lake, but you just normally walk around your house. I know that that's what I do a lot. Go somewhere different. Get out of your normal environment. Because often when we get out of our normal environment, that's when our mind, one gets to see new things. We get to think of new things, but then we also find that we have shifts. All of a sudden, something we're trying to figure out, we have the idea for, or we have a new idea, right? A new download. 
but we have to get out of our same small environment in order often to feel renewed or refreshed or to feel um, that charge again, that, you know, ideas coming to us. And so, okay, so what was I talking about? The driving, drive home a scenic way or a different way. They say that it's actually good for us, right? It's good for our brain or our uh, brain health to not always walk the same way, to not always drive home the same way because changing it up, right? Just like using our left hand if we're right-handed to do things, not always using our dominant hand, it helps our brain. And so just driving home a different way, it makes us think differently, right? We have to think about what we're doing. It's not just autopilot. It's not automated. So even things like that can make a big difference. You notice different things. Your mind has to pay attention in a different way. And so stuff like that makes a difference. And so step out of routine and step off the path of your everyday sometimes. And so, like I said, plan a couple things you're going to do this month that are out of your normal daily routine and make sure you schedule them onto your calendar. All right. So that's the third thing. Okay. Next is I want you to write down this statement and then take a little time to fill it out later. So it's this, I want to add more blank to my life. So I want to add more blank to my life. And so for that, uh, write that question down. And then what you want to do is you want to figure out what is it that you want more of in your life this year or this week or this month. And okay, so I want to add more blank to my life. So get really specific, but broad, broad things are okay too. So you might have some things like, and I would say list at least five. I want to add more. You could put something vague like joy to my life or happiness. That's great, but you really need to drill down a little bit more. So maybe it's, I want to add more time um, or I want to add more spending time with my friends to my life this, this year, you know, or this month. It might be, I want to add more uh, travel to my life this year. So that's one of the ones for me. I really, since COVID, I've had some trips, but not a lot. It's definitely been limited. And so I, you know, I just got back from a trip, but I, my, one of my things for this year is I want to travel more. I want to travel more to places that I really want to go. And then I want to travel more with friends, with my husband. I want to make sure we do a family trip this year because we haven't in the last couple of years. We had planned to, and then we just haven't made it happen. And I want to travel to see friends that I haven't made it to go see recently. And so for me, that's one of the ones that I want to add more to of this year. Another one is I want to make sure my kids are older. And so while they're still home, they're all still home. I want to add more time with them. So I've talked about this before. They definitely will do game night with us or pizza night when we cook those in the backyard. And so even Monday night, we had just gotten home from our trip on Sunday. We were really tired because we didn't sleep for 24 hours. We just had crazy layovers and flights. Um, and that was the only night in the next week that it seemed like it worked for all my kids and my husband and my schedule. So we did game night. Uh, two nights ago. And so it was great. We had a great time and, you know, it's just fitting in more of that. And I would like to do other things with them, but uh, right now that's one of the things that they'll do with us on a regular basis. And so I want to add more time in with them as I can, while I can, and while they're still here in our house. And so write down the things that you want to add more of. Maybe you need to add more rest to your life. Maybe you need to add, uh, you need to add in more time for yourself. And it's not selfish to do that. More time for yourself can be self-development. It can be 
spending time, you know, in your faith. It can be spending time just caring for your body. So it's actually really important because the more we do these things now, later on, hopefully, you know, if we take good care of ourselves, hopefully someone won't be having to take care of us in a much earlier time. And so you can also flip that question and say, I want to remove blank from my life, or I want to do less of blank this year. And so for you, that might be, maybe you're overscheduled and you're overbooked. So maybe you want to remove some of the activities that you're doing that aren't really aligned anymore, you know, or that are wearing you out instead of um, building you up, or they're not giving you, they're not, they're not benefiting anyone in the way that you felt like they would. So of course, volunteering is super important and it's a wonderful thing to do, but sometimes it's a, it's a time to stop what we were doing because maybe it's time to do some other version of helping, serving, or volunteering. And so we just have to look at what we're doing and how it's fitting in with us and what is it doing to us, right? Is it stressing you out to an extreme state? Is it is it aligning with your priorities and values? And if it isn't anymore, for instance, if it's taking you away from time with your kids or from your spouse, that, that can be okay, right? If it aligns with your, your priorities and values. But if it doesn't and you're feeling almost... Um, resentful of the activity, then you might need to determine, is this something you need to stop? And so, you know, that's something else you can do. All right. And then the last thing, and these are just some of the things that are in the workbook. There's a lot more things and it goes in a lot more detail. But the next thing that I wanted to share, by picking up a practice of gratefulness, being grateful, thankful, it actually helps us to reignite our passion, to be more excited about life. And so improving or building on our current spiritual practice, uh, you know, maybe praying, you know, worship could be a prayer journal, but throughout the day, just noticing what's around you, noticing the beauty, noticing the kindness of other people. But when we, when we slow down in living life, we notice more things. And when we notice them and then we're thankful for them, we're grateful for them. This is a way that we start feeling more passionate about life, more excited about life, because instead of being stuck in our own uh, small worldview, we're more open to everything in the world, right? All the goodness, even in the midst of so much dissent in the world, so much uh, division uh, in the midst of war and all sorts of other ugly and hatred type things, there's so much goodness right, right around you, at least for most of us. There's kind people, there's caring people, there's people that love us. There is, you know, the beautiful, uh, everything in nature is just all the beauty, the mountains, the ocean, the sunsets, the flowers, right? There's so much to be thankful for and just to notice amazing food. And so, but when we start to pay attention, when we start to be thankful, even for these small things in our everyday moments, we start to get excited again because we're slowing down enough to pay attention for instance, every time I see the sunset, especially if I'm somewhere in nature, because from my backyard, we have a lot of trees, so I can't necessarily see the full sunset uh, a lot of nights. But when I see that, I can't help but, but just think and say things, you know, um, you know, just to myself, but to God and say, my gosh, like, look at this beautiful sunset. It's literally like a work of art, the colors, the way it's changed, you know, every day it's different. And so 
for me, I, I don't, I notice it. I also give thanks to it. You know, I'm grateful for that beauty. But then I also take the time to sit and watch it when I, you know, when I can see it, especially the full thing, or, you know, I say the full thing. I mean, where it's not, my view's not obstructed. And so, you know, having um, a practice, a great uh, gratitude practice is really important. And it's shown that people that have a gratitude practice, they are more content in life, right? Because when we focus on what we do have, we fo- when we focus on what there is, instead of what we don't have, th- we that is what we get more of, right? In other words, our perspective and what we focus on determines what we get or what we see. And so it's really an important practice. And so, of course, ways to start a gratitude practice is every morning or every night, you can do it on your, um, like in your planner, or you can get a journal that you just write down these things, but just write, you know, one to three things you're grateful for. And believe me, there's times where some of us won't feel like we're grateful for anything, you know, and because it is a practice, it, we have to use that muscle. But uh, I've even told one of my sons before, well, maybe you can't think of anything to be grateful for, but I know you love our dog so much and I know you're grateful for him, right? So it can be that you're grateful for your pet. It can be that you're grateful for your warm blanket, right? When you sit on the sofa, but anything, it's just building up the habit and then starting to, you know, have that or use that habit, you know, to be grateful throughout the day. So it's a practice, it's a muscle like anything else. And so Anyways, those are five small ways that you can start to reignite your passion or your zest and excitement for life. But go to kristenfitch.com slash shop, download the workbook, Reignite Your Passion, because it's full of lots of stuff and it has quotes in there, it has content, and then it has exercises and questions that you can walk through on your own time. So go grab that. I think you're going to really love it. And until next time, I hope you have a great week. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.